It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning, Monday morning, Monday morning motivation. It's always fun to say, it's always fun to get into with you. So we're glad you're here joining us today on the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Good morning, good morning. We're so glad you're here. We want to know you're here. We don't know you're here unless you type in your chat box. So type in your chat box. Let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. Let us know the answer to this super important question. Very critical question we have this morning. What is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you're drinking this morning. I'm having issues here. Sorry. Yeah, so is the computer, but that's okay. The computer is? Yeah. Well, you know, they wanted to jump right into the prayer, uh, the word for your day today. Oh, no, it's not time. I'm so sorry. I just That's okay. I just came running in here like a crazy woman. Well, you just came in from uh, your Monday morning prayer call. Monday morning prayer call. Monday morning morning intercessors. Uh, What do you still, you still call that? uh, Monday morning prayer and intercession. Okay. And, and do you know you're invited to join that? It's not just for an elite few. It's for you. It's for you. We learn how to pray. We learn how to intercede better. We pray. We intercede. Today, we had an awesome time. It went long, and I'm not even sad about that, except for I almost missed you, but I didn't miss you, and I'm super glad about that. Yeah. So give us a little holler. Hey there, and hello. We want to give you a special welcome, and we want to know where you're tuning in from and also what's in your cup, but we also want to pray for you. So you can type your prayer requests out. Let's go to the chat box and say good morning to Pastor Angie McGarry. She says Tracy is watching on his phone at the church his phone keyboard is too tiny he says but he wanted us to know he was watching good morning tracy Tracy. we love you so much (laughs) we love you pastor angie she's drinking apple cider with emergency in it we're all trying to stay healthy and whole and away from the crud Uh, we need that right so good call on that that immune system good morning janice janice from spring texas aka houston she says nothing's in her cup well go get something quick run run for the coffee try it again it's going to be so good this time i promise yeah but i know janice she has um encouragement in her cup and her cup runneth over oh that's good terry yeah. very nice very so, nice yeah. good morning mk just down the street here in shelbyville kentucky she's having starbucks decaf cafe verona coffee with half and half this morning that's good that's so good Angie and um, MK and Janice are greeting one another this morning. I love it. Our over-the-road favorite, over-the-road truck driver, Warren Kaufman in the house, originally from Kingsville, Missouri, but now coming to you from somewhere in these United States. Good morning, Warren. Good Good to see you, buddy. Can you scroll on down so mm-hmm. I can continue my greetings? I was going to comment for a second about his... Let's slow down just a second. Here. What? Take a breath. I got to slow down. Take a breath. But there's so much to say. Yeah, I know. There's so much to do. Warren has in his photo... Uh, I don't know if y'all can see it. Let's see. I know I could make it bigger, but this is this is cool. His... Oh, it doesn't make his yeah, uh, don't thing do bigger, it. so we won't do that. No, don't do it. All right. So anyway, he's got his he's got his road pals uh, in the seat. He's there, got little uh, puppy the dogs yeah. in there so, driving that truck. Yeah, that's good. It's good. Okay, so uh, can I get back he's to got my black greetings? Rifle in his he's cup. drinking mm-hmm. black rifle coffee, which is which is a uh, an improvement. Uh, well, it's that's a change because remember when Warren said that coffee was not like his favorite thing. 
Wasn't that Warren? I hope he's changed. I think it was Warren that I don't know, did the five-hour energy drinks and uh, has changed yeah, over, I converted. Thought, I think that Warren is always kind of like coffee. I might yeah. be wrong about that. Let well, either know. way, good on you, buddy. Let good on know. you. Chris says, good morning. She's drinking mocha latte. Hey, hey, hey. She's got something fancy going on in her cup. I sure love you, Chris. So glad you're yes, tuning in morning. this morning from Louisville, Kentucky. Roger Randall says, hola, amigos. And we say, <laughs> Hola, como esta? Uh, And good morning unto you. Lynn says, good morning. She's at work with water in her Simply Modern cup. That's right. Those big old pretty cups with all the fancy colors. She's got water in hers. She's not tempting caffeine quite yet. Lynn is being wholly healed by the Lord from pretty sick, yucky flu type stuff. And so I don't blame you for not not tempting the coffee just yet. Good morning, Pastor D boy from Fort Worth, Texas, Crossroads Tabernacle, Church of the Nazarene Prayer Room. We love you, Pastor D, so much. Pastor Daniel Rogers from Elkins, West Virginia. He's drinking extra strong Folgers today, black as night, because it's absolutely necessary. (laughs) We miss you, brother. It looked like you guys had um, a great time at Minister and Mates Retreat. I love you guys. I bless you. We miss you. Come home. (laughs) Or you can always come home. I don't know if you guys know, but Phineas has decided to be part of the background today. (laughs) Hi, Phineas. And Robin says, good morning. Wanted to say hello. She, in case she has to work this morning and school starts today. Yay, Robin, go get them for Jesus. Master Pastor Yoda, Ben Hill in the house. He says, good morning, Starbucks, (laughs) white mocha, two pumps only. Yesterday's announcement at River City Hope sounded a lot like the good morning show. It was sweet. It was it was not planned (laughs) but that's what happened yeah yeah Uh, so you know the way he greeted here the good morning part it reminded me of how he was on thursday night that's right we're live I, I miss hearing that. I do too. Oh, we got to do a Thursday night live just so we can have Maybe our we do Master once a month Pastor or Yoda. Yeah, we know. need our announcement. You know, yeah, once a month or something like that. So, and Monica's in the house. Good morning, good morning Monica, Monica from Omaha, Nebraska. We love you, sweet sister, and we bless you. Christy Miller, good morning to you. They're from Casey, Illinois. We bless you, good sweet morning. sister. Welcome to the Good Morning Show. We'd love to know what you're drinking. Maybe you've got some good coffee in your cup. But either way, we're happy to have you this morning. They're joining us over on Facebook. That's great. And we have lots of people that are joining us on YouTube this morning. That's right. There are probably even a few that are watching it. You can watch it on the main page of our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. But we always like to try to post the comments that are up so that people on YouTube can see the Facebook comments and vice versa and and, uh, see how everybody encourages each other, even when we're not even in the same place. That's right. We don't even have to be on the same platform to welcome and encourage and love each other. Warren yeah. says he needs just a taste of coffee. Just to, just a taste. He said it, it, it needs to just taste like coffee. Oh, like just, black, just black, black rifle. black rifle. I like coffee. And yeah. I like just a taste of black coffee. Because sometimes the other stuff gets a little frilly and frou-frou-y, right? No. Well, we all like MK's a little bit of coffee with everybody. our creamer. She says, hi, Chris, hi, Robin, I, Ben. And John Tucker in the house from Kansas morning, City buddy. this morning. He's drinking Pepsi. Good morning, John and Linda Tucker. We love and bless you guys. Robin saying hello to MK and And sending her love. And Otis is tuning in from Robin's Kitchen Sink with dishwater (laughs) in several cups. (laughs) Oh, Otis, what a good man. Otis, you're such a servant. We love you, buddy. You're going to make a good housewife someday. That's right. (laughs) Pastor Rick's in the house. He is moved from Green Mountain Coffee to Coca-Cola. Wow, what a worship service. We had a great service yesterday. It was so beautiful to hear how 
so many people were inspired by the prayer conference and also to hear their fire and watch it catch. You know, we're catching, we're trying to spread the fire of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So for the last few weeks, we've been talking about this thing called the Bluegrass Awakening uh, Prayer Conference that mm-hmm. was in Bowling Green, Kentucky, this last Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And that's what we're, we're talking about on everything that's going on and yeah. everybody having a, a great time and, and just really getting their fire lit, relit, fanning the flames. You know, we all need that. Yeah. And it's important for us to get that. So for sure, uh, you know, for we sure. hopefully we can help do that with you here today as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Larry Buckby in the house. Hey, Bless buddy. you, brother. Great to see you on again. It's great always to banter with Larry. He's a he's a sharp guy, isn't he? Yeah, we yeah. love you, buddy. Love you. Becky in the house. Becky says, good morning. I've got new teas to try. Kentucky morning black tea, cinnamon orange peel, wow. and limoncello, candied pineapple, apple, lemon peel, and red currants. Those wow. sound terrific. I got two new teas given to me by my tea buddy, Tara. So Tara and I have been trading teas for six years, I think. And she brought me some, let me get a, let's see if I get this right. Hibiscus strawberry raspberry tea. And it's an organic blend. And I have drank it twice because I really love it. It's very delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she also gave me uh, an organic blend of, hang on, Earl Grey. And I'm anxious to try that one. Earl Grey. Mm -hmm. Hot. Hot. (laughs) If you're a Picard fan, if you're a Picard fan, we love you. If you're not, we love you anyway, but we dig Star Trek, just yeah. saying. Okay, so um, John Tucker says, Linda says, good morning. Good morning and Linda. she drank Coke earlier. One of them's drinking Pepsi and the other's drinking Coke. That's what I love about you guys. Your originality, you do know. Do whatever you want. Just do, yeah, just be you. That's, That's good. good. And Becky said, testimonies from yesterday were amazing and she missed everyone so much. We certainly missed you, sweet sister. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of people with um, COVID, with flu, with a lot of icky stuff, viral infections, sinus infections and i'm definitely looking forward to an early spring i'm claiming it i don't care what mm-hmm. the groundhog said which he agrees with. he yeah. did agree with me right. this year but you yeah. know that's poppy kosh is that the way they say no, it? oh not. i didn't say it right <laughs> i don't say anything right but guess what i'm still claiming an early spring so there you have it um there is my girl kim we found out you're in philly we know this we miss you terribly and desperately and come home soon yeah for sure we love you we love you we saw kylie yesterday and we spoke with her and we just miss you yeah you're such an encourager uh, in that drive through window mm-hmm. at krispy kreme and or in the know, front or, or in, in the, the front, parking yeah, lot anywhere you are but i mean <laughs> what i was gonna say is you know when you pull up to the drive through sometimes you're always wondering various places like well will i be able to hear what they're saying will yeah. it be a, a a recorded pre-recorded greeting like some of them are but no when you pull into the krispy kreme off of uh, bardstown road you know when kim answers oh yeah says good morning i will i will squeal with delight when i hear that voice again (laughs) lynn says some of the bluegrass Uh, awakening sessions were fantastic and she can't wait to rewatch them and you can watch all of the bluegrass awakening live streams are cataloged on the river city hope youtube page go back and watch them you're gonna love them also on the front page of the website rivercityhopechurch.com that's right that's right you're gonna love that and um carolyn's in the house this morning morning, she said good morning so happy you are on gives me a joy skip to my day hey. I, I love to skip do you guys remember how to skip i love skipping. i saw a video the other day it said what if everybody skipped instead of running and it was really hilarious you that'd know, be awesome and, instead of walking or whatever and and it was adults doing that kind of a thing it was pretty cool becky got her tea from a friend who got them from the louisville tea company bail my oldest daughter taylor i wonder if they're on 
Well, just in case. Good morning, Asher and Riley. Mm. Um, Taylor and I love to go to Volte Company. Um, They have some great blends. I really love that stuff. Okay, so nine days till Kim's home. Nine days? Nine days. Awesome. All All right. right. You got to let us know. Larry said, wife and I went to see episodes one through three of season four of The Chosen Saturday night. Wow. Getting intense, getting more difficult to watch as we get closer to the crucifixion. Many people sobbing as they left the theater. We have heard this. We keep hearing this over and over, you guys. We have yet to partake of this. I think we're going to have to get caught up and go. We are. And in fact, today's news you can use is about that very event. Um, About uh, We'll we'll start talking about some... uh, new Christian movies you're going to want to see in 2024. And at the very top of the list, because it's happening now, is The Chosen, season four, getting ready to release. And so they're they're doing some things prior to that, as Larry is talking about here, episodes one through three of season four, um, in theaters. And so we'll talk about that pretty soon. So stick around for that. That'll come uh, just shortly after the word for your day. And uh, we'll get some encouragement from God's word as well. That's going to be good. And so stick around. That news you can use, you know, we always say it. It's stuff you can talk about with your friends who maybe are not believers that you're witnessing to. And there are things that are in the public eye that maybe we do or don't hear about, but you get to share. And then it opens the door for conversation. That's so, good. Yeah. So stick I love around our for news. that. I, I love the news you can use. Um, yeah. Break. It's it's always so insightful and encouraging. So thank yes, you for doing that. Absolutely. Uh, what's in your cup this morning, Mr. Wright? Um, it's Michigan Cherry. The right good Reverend Wright has Michigan Cherry in his cup. I, as well, have Michigan Cherry in my cup. The bottom of the pot, actually. We, we sucked through that like crazy this morning. But in all fairness, we really haven't had that much coffee since last week. Since yeah, last right. Wednesday. When we were on the road, you don't, mm-hmm. you know, have your home coffee with you. Um, this is my Monday morning cup. Um, let's see. Do we need to do oh, that? Oh, no. On. If we're going to do this, yeah, we're going to have to help, have some help. All right. There's Warren's chicken in the background there next to your head. Uh-oh. uh-oh. I don't have my preview over here, so I can't see. Oh, okay. I can see it up top. You All better. Right. Your face is being covered. You're going to have to move that handle. Okay. Three, two, one. All right. Did we do it? I guess so. Man, that's our mug shot. Get it? <laughs> Mugs? Yep, that's that's the dad joke of the day. Uh, also, we don't do those all the time and we're terribly out of practice, which we never really did them good to begin with. But guess what? You've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. We're so glad you've joined us this morning. It's Monday Morning Motivation. We're here to motivate you and encourage you by the word of God and prayer. We love you. We're so happy you're here. We love you because Jesus loves you. And the reason we can love you, even if we don't really know you that well, is because we have been loved and we receive that love of God. And so in that, it's shed abroad and now we can love you. It's awesome how that works. So Daniel Rogers says, and he's correct, Pastor Daniel says, Michigan Cherry with Amaretto Creamer is, uh, that means it's, it's like (laughs) chef's kiss perfect. (laughs) So it is, I love Almond Amaretto with cherry flavor. That's such a good thing. Michigan Cherry Coffee is the bee's knees. Well, and we get it from Meyer Grocery Store. It is. It's a. It's called the Frederick Fredericksons Blend, Fredericks. which Fredericks, uh-huh. not Sun. Fredericks. No, no Sun. Fredericksville. Fredericks by Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> and and in the son. Meyer Grocery Store. But I did find that I believe you can you can order it. I think and uh, get it on online and um so that's a cool thing yeah we get the beans and then we grind them fresh and we love it it is still at the end of the day probably 
It, all I think, and you know I why the so. reason I think it is is because the other two places that we love, which is Bones Coffee and Winans, they don't do cherry. Yeah. We've well, never had a know, cherry anyways. It's 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 hard to find when you find something really good, it's hard to get away from that. We talk about that like, you know, you have favorite restaurants, those are your favorite go-tos, and we find ourselves going to the same places not because we're in a rut, but because we just enjoy them because so much. Because they're good. Yeah, because they're good. <laughs> Service is good, the quality yeah. of the food is good. And then we're like, maybe we should venture out sometime and, you know, do that. And maybe you found yourself in a situation like this where, you know, you do venture out and you're like, yeah, no, that just was kind of kind of like that, yeah. you know, you just yeah. fell flat. And so you're, you're almost like gun shy to go try new things again. Yeah, so we have, true. you know, so many good things that, uh, what you looking for? I was just watching Phineas, the wonder dog back there doing his Come thing. Come back in? Okay. Yep. He's I in and out. Leave. He keeps opening and closing the door. He yeah. keeps coming in the middle of the shot. You know why? Because he he he's not ashamed to live his life, whether we're on camera or not, no. which is typically how we are, which is why it's sometimes kind of scary to tune in here because Terry has to tell me you're not supposed to say those things. And I apologize. <laughs> hey, look at this, Megan. Good it's morning, so good Megan. to see you, Megan, from Kansas City. I miss you. We're so glad you're on this morning. Her work hours have changed so she doesn't always get to see us live well you're live with us today megan we love you sweet sister and we bless you in jesus name right right and that brings up we, we are glad you're with us that brings up a good point though you can go back and watch previous episodes on our website the goodmorningshow.tv and there's a videos page there's a page there where you can watch um all the different uh, episodes go to the blog posts there and you'll see photos that maybe aren't included and other links in fact that's where we'll put the link today i'll mention it now in case i forget it later where you can find out about showtimes for the movie we're going to be Showtime. talking about it'll be in our notes under the blog post for today's episode and this is episode number 173 seriously 173 you know when we stopped doing them three a week we kind of slowed down a little bit but yeah. 173 even seems kind of way up there for the last it'll be two years in april that we've been doing the good morning show and so that's uh that's a really cool thing and it's good to see that people are sticking with us and hanging out you know uh we've loved doing this we love um getting to know you guys we also love reconnecting with some of you mm -hmm. and we love meeting new friends and we have met a lot of new friends on the live stream and yeah. the podcast by the way great big shout out out to our podcast listeners thanks so much for tuning in you can listen to so much content and you've chosen to hang out with us and we totally appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time i hope that in return you feel loved and encouraged yeah. i really do yes that's our goal and i would love it if somebody was even growing closer to the lord because that's i mean totally We've seen it. We've like seen not it. even a hidden secret motive we've but seen that's it and we don't want to see it stop either so we want jesus good. to be uplifted and glorified and we want him to be made known in all of the nations and specifically your life we want Jesus to be made known in your life. And if you don't know him today, today is the day of salvation. I pray he would draw you by his spirit. You would choose him, recognize your need for a savior and that he is the only one who can save wholly and completely. He's the only way to the father. He's the only way to eternal life. And today this can be yours if you receive the gift of salvation he's offering to you. If you wanna pray or you need a private conversation, please don't hesitate to reach out to us it's why we live it's what we live for to share the gospel of jesus that's right we've been told to do this right we're just trying to do what we've been told and we like that <laughs> megan says she does watch them later on but joining online is so much better well thank live, you megan you know, so we love interacting with you so bless you sister and, course, and look at this yeah. there's lynn saying megan 
Wouldn't I miss you so much? Love you so much more. I'm pretty sure that's how she sounded when she yeah. said it. <laughs> Pastor Andrea in hey. the house. Talk Good about morning, MVP friends. of the weekend. That's right. The Bluegrass Awakening. Love, love, love you. She is the children's pastor for our district when we gather and our grandkids and children adore her. My daughter and grandson were with her this weekend, Baylor and Jed. And um, I love saying that. And it was it was a hoot and a half. We had a blast. The kids loved it. Um, and I love when Baylor leaves each each session, session and tells us what she was you guys talked about it's yeah, really special yeah, what she learned and and is going to share with other kids so that's cool too that they can bring something from like a district event like that and go back to their own church and to be able to share with the other kids there you know what we did when we were at this yeah. this event or whatever and it gets kids excited it gets kids excited about going to district assembly yeah about going to camp i mean it's contagious yeah the district church is for everyone it's not just for pastors come on it's not just for adults right. oh phineas just turned the light off no wow finn <laughs> Thanks, Finn. You're awesome. What a great uh, assistant producer back there. Um, also, it's not just for adults, but it's for kids. The district church is for everybody. Come on, this connects us to the body of Christ in a greater way past our local church. And we need that. Um, Terry's going to go fix what Finn has done. It's so funny to me that he's in here. He's he's a, a pretty... <laughs> He's totally chewing on the cord for the light. That's awesome. He's also kind of one of those shy dogs. So it's kind of cool that he's, you know, sitting here in front of the tens of tens people that are watching. Did you fix it? Nope. He, he ate it. Yep. <laughs> hey, good morning, Pastor Scott Cooksey. He's drinking Pete's coffee with creme brulee creamer. That sounds delicious. Also, I have some dates for you, Pastor Scott. Are you ready? April 17, 18, and 19. April 17, 18, and 19. Pastor Jay and Judy Jellison will be at River City Hope for renewal and freedom. We're looking for freedom. I feel like, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Braveheart. Braveheart. Freedom. Um, in Jesus. That's what we're after. So, Scott, there it is. April 17, 18, and 19. I'll text you those as well, those dates that Jay and Judy are going to be here. And everyone is welcome and invited. Very cool. Very so, cool. Okay. Are we all caught up dealing with the dog and dealing with all the things? Yeah. You know, it's just you know, unexpected things. Uh, you know, look, you never I, know what you're going to get on the my browser and there's a, there's a groundhog looking at me here. Um, let's see. On uh, Groundhog Day, which was February 2nd, we said already that Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow, which means he didn't see a shadow. No, he did not see a shadow, which oh. means an early spring. You can expect spring in it. six weeks, according to the groundhog, which is absolutely not an accurate readout. But we're going to claim it. I want early spring. Don't you guys? Yes. Oh, oh I thought you were asking them. I'm asking yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, I can... Yeah, uh, uh, so Janice says that Phineas wants a treat, and that's that's her cat does that sometimes. That's why he's eating the cord. I honestly think it's just because he's kind of ornery. <laughs> um, Lynn says uh, she wishes she could come when Jay and Judy are here. Yeah, and you know what else? In November on the 8th and 9th, we're hosting. It's not top, it's not top secret, but it's not totally public. So here we go. I'll make it public. We are hosting 
a fire school intensive with fire school ministries and Dr. Rob McCorkle and Reverend Corey Jones are going to be at River City Hope on November 8th and 9th. So in April and November, River City Hope is hosting things for everyone to come and be renewed, be set free, go deeper in sustaining your prayer life. Come on, there is an answer for everything going on in your life and it's Jesus. And we are going to help equip you by bringing in the best of the best of anointed people to help share the gospel in a way that's going to grow you and mature you in Christ. Yeah. So there yeah. it is. That's, I'm just going to be good. I'm just blabbing all the news this morning, ain't I? <laughs> no, that's good. I'm glad that, that we will be able to talk about that because that's that's kind of a big deal. You know, we used to go to um, prayer conference, National Awakening Prayer Conference yeah. in Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, uh, Texas. And that's how we know. In fact, that's how we know a lot of the people that are on here. That's how we know a lot of um, you. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And so that was always kind of like our annual family reunion. Everybody get together and go get in the presence of the Lord and just worship and learn. And on all the things and encourage. And when they stopped doing that a few years ago, it seems like there have been people who felt like there was a little bit of a void. So it's cool that these guys, Pastor Corey Jones and and Rob and, and several others are, are still doing some of these things to get groups of people together and to uh, to encourage and to, to just, just fan that flame as we've been talking about. Pastor Andrea says, praise the Lord. My hope and prayer is that the kids realize how valued they are by God and me. That is mission accomplished, sister. Yeah, yeah, Keep up the great yeah, work. Yeah. But Warren says that early spring means no icy roads. Excellent for him. Angie, yeah. Pastor Angie's all in with us for mm-hmm. an early spring. Lynn says, whoop-de-doo. It's either six weeks left of winter or six weeks until spring. It's all the same. Yeah. And she's got to try for the November dates. Come on, Louisville's waiting. Look at this. He's typing on the little keyboard, friends. Tracy McGeary says, be careful what you say about Phil. My mom was born in Punxsutawney. Wow. Really, I've never met anybody who even knows anybody there. And there's a good chance I'm related to that rodent. No way, Tracy. No, no way. No. There's no rodent in you. Well, you know, where Janice is, you know, out there in Texas and uh, a few of our other friends, Pastor D's there, um, there was a thing that came here on the uh, on the news this week that Texas takes a twist on Groundhog Day. Check this out. Uh, it is they, Armadillo Day? Yeah, they, it's a, it, they use their own mascot called Bee Cave Bob. Bee Cave Bob to predict, to predict the weather. And uh, the, the article says that uh, he says that Bob's predictions matched Punxsutawney Phil's prediction of an early oh. spring as Pennsylvania's most famous groundhog predicted an early spring is coming. But it was in the spirit of friendly competition, they said. They, they had brought in this Texas armadillo. And I thought, you know, only Texas could get away <laughs> with something like that. I mean, what would it be if it was in Kentucky? Oh, right? what would we have, you guys? Yeah. So you could think for each state, there's something each state's kind of known for. I guess for us, it'd probably be racehorses. Yeah. A horse, you know, did, yep. did uh, you know, uh, Lexington Lou see his shadow this year? Yeah. Or, you know, That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, but they, they made the predictions and, and said that uh, the armadillo's owner told uh, the Fox Channel there that Bee Cave Bob has been 100% accurate in his predictions in years past. So I think there's somebody running for the throne, you know, wow. running for. Uh, oh, Phil, look for out, it. Phil. The armadillo's on his way. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, there there he is there. And, uh, you know, kids are and everybody's just getting in there to, to the, see the aren't action. Aren't those the craziest looking things, they you guys? Are. They are so weird looking. I they, love it. They really are. And, you know, it's funny it. because people, uh, you know, you see them on the sides of the roads and stuff and you don't see them much in the north if you do it hitched a ride with somebody because you mostly Probably. see them down in the you yeah. know texas and oklahoma and remember as we traveled we used to start to see them farther north oh, yeah and farther you know uh 
doing that. So they're 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 know. different little critters. So Bee Cave Bob. That's cool. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Well, you guys, you've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Pastor Terry and Melissa Wright. We're so glad you're here on this Monday morning. We're trying to motivate you by God's love and the word. And we want to pray with and for you. So let us know if you have any prayer requests. Also, good morning, David Ramsey from Danville, Illinois. He said, got a few moments to be with you. Exciting to hear about fire school and Jay and Judy. That's good. It is exciting. We're going to have to go ahead and just put those dates on the website and let everybody know it's not a secret. Everyone's welcome to come and be refreshed and renewed and find freedom. So thank you, Dave. I know we will see Dave and Kathy. They are so faithful. They are cloud buddies. They're following the cloud of Christ. I love it. Yeah. And Becky says it's time for her seed starting dance and multiple trips to the garden center. I have already been dreaming about what I'm going to plant this year as well, Becky. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Last year was our first uh, really taste of garden life. And we we had really successful things and we had really not successful things. So we're learning what we're to do We're learning about the ground that we have and yep. you know, in our yard, where it's at and, and what, uh, or the region and, and all those kind of what things. What we can grow and what we want to grow that didn't grow well before, how we can make it happen better this time. Yeah. So yeah. we're excited about that. Monica says, I'm still trying to figure out what they feed that groundhog. He's got to be over 200 years old. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's been like different revisions of Phil, but it's, you're right. He's been around for a while. Phil the 20th. 23rd. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Lynn says that armadillos are like roly-polies on steroids. For sure. <laughs> That's a great yeah. analogy. I love that well, picture. I love roly-polies too. And I kind of think groundhogs are cool, although they're real strange looking. You know, when was the last time, this brings up a good point, and, and uh, I mentioned this a little bit earlier when I said slow down, you know? A yeah. Bit. Uh, the slow down part. When you're a kid and you're playing in the dirt, you know, remember seeing roly polies on oh, the yeah. ground? You'd be oh, sitting yeah. on the ground oh, and yeah. you'd just see them and then you'd kind of touch them a little bit and they'd roll up, right? Oh, yeah. In a little ball and you'd pick it up and roll bugs. it in your, hand, in your hand. Yep. We, when was the last time we stopped to do something like that to observe creation? To really, you say, look at this armadillo and how how crazy looking they are. Uh, you know, how, how, how the, I mean, just look at the, the shape and how that's that's armor right and and for us to feel like god created that you Otis know? says armadillo is just possum on the half shell. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> it looks like it. Well, That's good. But but I think we need to slow down a little okay, bit. Okay, so and let's talk into this. Creation. We 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 have been struggling in this area about slowing down. Mm -hmm. Um and it's affecting several areas of our life, honestly, if we're just really honest about it. And if you're honest about it too, you know, you're going to admit that busyness comes against you. And right. what does busyness do, but distracts us from the things of God, you know, low and slow is the name of the game. Walking at Christ's pace is rarely a run. Now, sometimes it's a rapid, it's a rapid walk, but the truth of the matter is we won't even know the pace that Christ is walking and expecting us to keep if we're so busy and we're not slowing down to listen. And this isn't even the word for the day. This is free stuff right here. Terry and I are, are like confessing to one another and to the Lord and repenting that we have got to slow down and stop allowing busyness to dictate our life. Um, but to, to follow the Holy Spirit in each moment. And so this is a real thing Terry's talking about, just slowing down, enjoying creation, enjoying um, your relationships. Sometimes it's even hard to really give effort to your relationships because we're just so busy and distracted. And I just don't believe busyness is a good thing. 
you know have you ever asked people how are you and they're like good good busy good i'm not sure that busyness is good i think it kind of distracts us away from the things of god and the things of being intentional in our daily living so that's free Mm -hmm. not going to cost you a penny for that one yeah 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 if anything covid showed us that covid showed us that we need to slow down and really push up and press into more of the Lord, not just on Sunday, not just on Wednesday nights, not just when we're in prayer room, not just when we're in worship services, not just when we're in Bible study, but literally daily pushing in and pressing in to this moment by moment relationship. That's the that's the call of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love how we can turn just about anything into a encouraging word, you know? I hope so. Yeah. So, um, Lynn says that she's laughing at Otis, by the way. And And comment about the armadillo being a possum on the half shell. Her, ooh, Becky's growing blackberries and raspberries for the second year, and she's excited for a good harvest. I love blackberries. That's really good. I love them. That's really good. Well, just a second ago, you said, well, this isn't even the word for your day yet, but uh, how about we get into that? And then also, uh, right after that, the news you can use segment, uh, giving you some stuff you can talk about with your friends and and uh, just people that you might meet down at the grocery store or wherever it might be about current events and maybe some of the things you don't hear on the news on a regular basis. Yeah. So this morning I'm in Romans 11 and I came across a verse that has, it's probably one of my most um, repeated verses, quoted verses in regular conversation. And it's Romans 11, 29. Now, before I read this to you, let me give you a little backdrop here. Here's Paul writing to the church at Rome, the Christian church at Rome. He didn't actually start this church, but he's encouraging this church and he wants to visit to be encouraged by them. That's just like what we do, right? The body of Christ, the family of God, encouraging one another. Um, Bye, Dave. Love you. Good to see you this morning. Um, The church at Rome is actually made up of Gentiles and some converted or Messianic Jews. But the truth is, there is this division in the first century church between the Jews and the Gentiles following Christ. And so Paul is really addressing this issue. And there's several things in here. I'm not going to get too deep into the theological matter between Gentiles and Jews. But what I want to say is this. Um, in Romans 11.29, the, the word of God says this, for the gifts And the callings of God are irrevocable. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. You know, I want to tell you guys that God has given you natural giftings, anointings, and abilities. And he wants to use those things he has put in you to increase and expand his kingdom. He wants to grow you in these abilities, these gifts, and these callings. And he wants to um, expand his kingdom in a couple different ways. He wants to expand it numerically by using the gifts and callings in your life to draw others into relationship with him, thereby increasing the number of the kingdom. He also wants to grow people deep in their faith in the kingdom. So that's another expansion of the kingdom is for all of us to be awakened to the kingdom of God, not just in a relationship with Christ, but really to understand he is the king of a kingdom, a territory, an area. Our citizenship is of that kingdom. We say heaven, right? And we are not really citizens of this world. We live in it. 
but our citizenship is in the kingdom of God. And so he wants to use these gifts and these callings and these abilities that he's put in each one of us. Don't tell me that you don't have any because he gave everyone gifts and abilities and callings. One of the things I want to say about this is if the Lord called you to something, he's still calling you to that something today. Here's what I mean. If at 12 years old or 13 years old, you were at summer camp and you heard the Lord's Holy Spirit drawing you to ministry, whether it's missionary, whether it's to be a preacher or a pastor or an evangelist, he called you as a child and you felt that call so real and you knew that's what he was calling you to. And maybe you followed that call for a little while. Maybe you said yes to that call for a little while. Maybe you walked away from it. Can I tell you that that calling, the anointing and the gifts on your life for that ministry call are still here today. They are without reversal. They are irrevocable, which means the Lord is not going to take them back. If he has called you to something, he's still calling you to that something. It may look different. It may be a different season. You know, we were called. I have been, my initial call was to preach the gospel. It's still my call today. For 10 and a half, 11 years, we did that as a uh, evangelistic, revivalistic family. And now we're doing that as pastors, still traveling a little bit. What is the point? The point is that calling is still on my life today. That calling is still on your life today. Pastors, you are called. Paul even writes to Timothy, hey, remember your call, right? Why? Because when the enemy tries to distract us with busyness, which we talked about, when he tries to distract us with lies and deceives us, and he says, you weren't really called, you aren't really called now. The Lord is saying, hey, pastor, hey, missionary, Hey, daughter, hey, son, remember your call because I'm not calling it back. I'm not reversing it. You are still called. Hallelujah. And if there is breath in your lungs, you still have time to obey that call on your life, no matter what it may look like. Even if you're in a nursing home right this minute, you are still called. And the Lord still wants to do something with that call. The gifts and the abilities that he has given you for his kingdom are still very real many people have multiple gifts for the kingdom. Some people have great big ones. Some people have multiple medium or little size ones. It doesn't matter. Your anointing matters in the kingdom of God. Not one is greater than the other. We can't lie and agree with the spirit of comparison because that, my friends, is demonic. Your gifts and callings are unique and the Lord wants to use them and the kingdom of God needs them. And mine are too. And there's room for each one of our callings, giftings, and anointings. We don't have to compete. We don't have to compare because the Lord wants to use them all to grow his kingdom. There is enough lost people in the world. Come on. There's enough broken and wounded people in the world for all of us to be ministering every second for the rest of our lives. And we'll never overlap because that's how much brokenness is in this world by the enemy. But God means to change that through you, through you. You are called with a plan and a purpose on your life, and he's not reversing that call. Oh, you tell me you've made some mistakes? He knew you would. He's still calling you. Don't think that you can outdo your calling by messing it up. Come on, repent, confess, 
move back to right relationship with the Lord that times of refreshing may come and you may walk out the gifts and the callings on your life. Today's the day. Don't put it off. Have you been waiting for a sign? Here it is. Have you been praying the Lord would speak to you clearly so that you would know it's him calling you? He's calling you right now. This is the moment. Don't run away. Don't shrink back. Don't be fearful. Come boldly before the throne, repent, return to right relationship, and let the Lord refresh you and renew your gifts and callings for yourself, for his glory, for the body of Christ, and for the kingdom of God to expand. Can we pray into this? Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the gifts, the callings, the equipping. I thank you, Lord, that some of us barely know that we've scratched the surface of those abilities or those anointings. Lord, I pray that you would equip us to do a greater work for your kingdom and your glory. I pray that you would grow us up and mature us, that we could walk in what you have for us. But Lord, I pray we would stop running in Jesus' name. Stop running from our gifts. Stop running from our calling. Stop running from relationship. Stop running from freedom. I pray that today would be the day of full salvation, full and free in every way. And I pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's so good. You know, that that um, that scripture there, that for the gifts and callings of God, calling of God are irre- irrevocable. Um, a lot of people think, and we've, we've dealt with this in the past, that, oh, use it or lose it. You got gifts, he gives you. We're not talking necessarily just about the gifts. We're talking about the calling for which he has equipped you with those gifts. Because a lot of people say, well, if you're not, you know, preaching or teaching or doing whatever, uh, you know, well, that talk about that for a second. Well, that scripture is actually a corporate call and an individual call. The calling is that those that Christ came from to save first was the Jews, the house, the house of Israel. He he himself was a Jew. And what he's saying is, even if you don't claim me as Messiah, hey, the gifts, the calling, the thing I did in you, it's still I'm still calling you forth as a people to this relationship. And then he's saying to those outside of of Israel, of Jews, which is everyone else, the Gentiles, he's saying, I'm called you with a calling and a purpose and I'm not calling that back. And then it's individual for each person who he created and knew in the inmost part of your mother's womb. He knitted you together with a plan and a purpose. And so these things are um, callings for ministry. Sometimes they're calling to walk out like here's here's ministry we don't think of. We think that it's all about preaching or pastors right. or music or worship or mission work. Can I tell you, it's your everyday life. Some of you right now are called to be nurses and shared the gospel of Jesus Christ from the bedside while you're nursing. Some of you are called to be doctors and do the same. Some of you are called to be lawyers to uh, attend and and uh, persuade not only judges and juries, but those for the kingdom of God. Some of you are teachers right now. I think of Heather Hill, who is a called teacher as a minister. Mm -hmm. She is ministering Jesus unto needy, broken kids in our public school system. Can I tell you, there's not a greater mission field right now. Mm -hmm. And she is called to be a teacher for Christ. 
These are the gifts and the callings. It's not her identity. It's the ability God has given her to walk in her identity as a daughter and then also bring others to know him in salvation, right? So the truth is there is gifts and callings for everyone and rarely are they vocational ministry like mission work or worship leading or pastors or evangelists it's for all of us right and so wherever you are right now and you're like i hate this job i want out of this job i need to find a job i like i want to be in full-time ministry i want to do this hold on it is your mission field the lord has you there in this season for a purpose he wants to use the gifts that you've put in you right to accomplish that purpose. Say you're a pharmacy tech at Walgreens or CVS. Say, I don't care what you're doing. It is your mission field. And right now the Lord wants to use you in that mission field with the gifts and the abilities that he has put within you. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Maybe you're working at a desk at Fort Knox and you're wondering yeah. why, Robin. like Robin says, I'm still unsure why I'm being called a seminary. And the Lord is using her right where she's at right now. Yeah, oh, the Lord is using Otis right where he's at and Christy <laughs> and Pastor Rick and Denise. Hey, Denise, welcome. Yeah. It is recorded to watch from the beginning. Yeah. Welcome to the Good Morning Show, Good morning. sweet sister. This is one of our teen leaders. Love you, Denise. It's great to see you on. Pastor Bobby Patton, good to see you this morning. Pastor Angie says, I needed this. Hey, we all do. This is a reminder that we all need, but I'm so glad the Lord is speaking straight to you, Pastor Angie. Pastor Rick says, thank you. Still called. Yes, you are, brother. Still called. Christy says, I want to run to my gift in Jesus. You know, the best way we can know what he's called us to do is to know him. The deeper you know him, the more you know exactly what he's called for you. The only way you can know what he's called for you is to know him. And you say, how do we get to know him through his word? through worship, prayer, intercession, hearing his voice. Come on, it's all about relationship. It's all about relationship. It's not about religion. Otis says, perhaps I was called to make the pastors laugh. Yeah, that's just it. I need better jokes. No, you don't. (laughs) You're an encourager, Otis, and you have all the gifts and the callings of the word of God within you, and he's not calling them back. That's right. That's right. So Angie says, yes, Denise, you can watch after the show is over. And you can, you can. Pastor, uh, look at this. Randy's in the house from Canada. Welcome back, brother Randy. Randy. He's back from his walk. Coffee soon. And it's nice weather. It's nice weather here. Yeah. We love you too, Randy. We love you deeply. Lynn says, loving people from an accounting desk is so important. Lynn, you've got that right. You have got that right. You have the opportunity to take that mission field and raise a harvest Mm -hmm. for the kingdom of God. Your call is to make the name of Christ famous. Represent him well. Represent him well. Don't represent him with a critical spirit or comparison. Don't be a jerk to people. Come on, represent Jesus well. You're his ambassador. And don't ever think that where he has you right now is not an important place. Right. That's, that's the whole theme of what you're talking about here. And by the way, you you really have no influence if you're staying inside the four walls of the church. You know that? Your influence is so very limited. I shouldn't say no influence, but it's very right. limited. Your influence has to transcend the church. It's got to go outside of the walls to the workplace, to the marketplace every day to influence others for Christ. Now, the cool thing is we get to influence each other through discipleship and prayer, and that is critical. It's critical. But the fortifying of the saints through the word and prayer is is really, and worship is really to send us out to do the works of Christ in the world. 
So don't forget that. Amen. Amen. Robin's got a prayer request real quick before we get to our news you can use segment. She says, please pray that I can get into a routine with school and working full time. Lord Jesus, you have called Robin to this season, this season of working, the season of, of being a student, a good student for your word, Lord, and for your kingdom. She doesn't know what this looks like yet, but I believe the more she's into this, the more you're going to reveal. And so, Father, will you help her not succumb to busyness or weariness, but help her, Lord, um, to fall into a routine that pleases you and gets the most out of her day and intentionally with you at work and at school. Thank you for her radical obedience. We love Robin. We pray this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Janice says, even sitting at home in a wheelchair, he's still working. He's using you, Janice, every single day to bring encouragement, to bring a word of perseverance for the bride, for your dear friends who love you and rely on you for discipleship and mentorship. We bless your ministry, Janice. Amen. And Bobby's praying in agreement for Robin. And Otis is just encouraging his beautiful bride, saying you will succeed. Amen, Otis. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, you guys know what else? I don't know if you've turned on the local news or even the national news, but it's a bummer. It can get you down really, really quick. Don't fall into a pit of discouragement. We want to give you some news that you can use that uplifts Christ and his body. And we want you to know the things you can talk about can make a difference in your everyday world where you're witnessing, where you're ministering, where you're living and loving. And so right now we want some news you can use. Take it away, Pastor Terry. All right, here we go. News you can use. Our news you can use today is about uh, a topic that was brought up actually this last week in our episode uh, 172, where we were talking about, uh, Kara had brought up about seeing more Christian movies on the rise. And so there's uh, something that I read recently that says there's some Christian movies you're going to want to see in 2024, because this is going to be a banner year, we believe, and the industry believes for Christian movies. And it says the phrase Christian movie is becoming increasingly difficult to define because uh, it doesn't only reference a movie with a strong gospel message like Billy Graham movies from long time ago. Uh, It can also include movies that don't quote scripture, but have biblical themes like forgiveness and redemption. And what about all those movies made by Christian filmmakers, even backed by faith based studios that are they, they don't have sermons in them, but yet they're inspiring. So for this list, which we'll be going through over the next few weeks, uh, we'll be including all of the above topics and um, characteristics. And this new year, I believe, promises to be a solid year for Christian movies. Could be the best year ever, they're saying. Angel Studios has an impressive slate. Kingdom Story Company has a a bunch of great movies coming out. And the makers of War Room, you remember War Room? Absolutely. They have a new movie too. And from what we're seeing, 2024 raises the bar for excellence in the Christian film genre. So we're going to show you a a clip real quick, a preview here for one we're going to talk about today. And of course, the first one on our list comes from The Chosen. Darkness is not the absence of light. It is more uncontrollable and sinister. You were there, waiting. Because the darkness is not dark to you. At least, not always. The coming darkness was too deep for us to grasp. It would appear 
that we now want the same thing as Pilate. Senior leaders in every district should question and expose Jesus. I just can't stop seeing how we could be doing things faster and more efficiently. You deserve a stipend for your specialized work. You can at least make sure that you have resources to keep the mission going. My ledgers are in the red. I told you to make life difficult for the followers of Jesus. It is on this rock that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This infernal chaos. Why can no one control these people? What just happened to all of you? It's about to get worse. Now that I'm here, physical death does not interrupt our eternal life. Lazarus! Come out! I remember you wishing there could be another way. And looking back, I do too. I still don't know why it has to be this way. The bitter often mingled with the sweet. You told us it would be like that. With how you lived. The man of sorrows. Acquainted with grief. The Chosen Season 4. Can you imagine? He said, our physical death does not interfere with eternal life. I mean, how 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 awesome is that, right? Oh. So the religious leaders obviously are joining forces with the Romans to oppose Jesus. That's where we're at so far in season four. Um, it's the latest season in the Bible-based hit series, The Chosen. And of course, uh, it includes several well-known scenes from scripture, including the death of John the Baptist, the raising of Lazarus from the dead, which we saw a little preview of, and Jesus telling the disciples upon this rock, I will build my church. Oh. And episodes one through three uh, will be debuting in theaters. Um, uh, they started on February 1st with episodes four through six following on February 15th and episodes seven through eight on February 29th. If you want to know more about that, go to www.watch.thechosen.tv. There are, you can find theaters and showtimes in your area on their website, www.watch.thechosen.tv and you can find your theaters and, and showtimes there. Now, The Chosen, uh, you know, it's made great news. If you've ever, never watched it, it's been called the best faith-based entertainment project in modern history. And in an interview with Dallas Jenkins, the creator of The Chosen, he quotes scripture to begin with. He says, come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That was the scene, that was the theme of season three. And Jesus said this to a crowd of thousands before also saying it to Simon while they stood on water. And on season four, Jesus is now weary and heavy laden and he needs rest. So we're getting closer and closer to Jerusalem to what we know is coming. Uh, Jesus is getting increasingly frustrated and yes, sad because he's human after all. And not because he's getting closer to death, but because of the reasons that he must die. Yeah, well, let me, let me interject here. 
scripture says it was the joy set before him. The cross was the joy set before mm-hmm. him. Though his heart was heavy, let us not forget that he realized the depth of what he was doing was mm-hmm. eternal joy. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Magdalene there was the uh, narrator for that trailer. And um, she, she said, you cried out um, that it could be different than this. And now looking back, we wished it was also. So there is heaviness in this. There's, there's, there is a sadness to this, but let us not forget. This is the joy set before him because he knew what he was doing was going to bring ultimate freedom. Not come on, you guys, not freedom from physical death, not freedom in our physical bodies, because sometimes there is, but the truth is you guys, he is saying that even death cannot keep us from eternal right, life in right, him because right. of what he has accomplished. And that's obviously going to play out in season four. Many of you have already seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pastor Rick and Chris and Rebecca are going tonight. Awesome. Awesome. And so, well, you know, we have this understanding. We can read it in scripture, but I think the chosen does a really good um, uh, projection of this to, to show that this frustration that Jesus is feeling is also from the religious leaders of his time and the holy city of jerusalem his own friends and followers people are not understanding his mission yeah and they welcomed him into jerusalem as though he was a war hero right you know going to save them from all the the other stuff they thought he was going to politically change their situation the scene of what they were living in you know israel was oppressed by rome they wanted a savior who was going to be excuse me, a reigning king against their oppressors now. And that was never Christ's intention. And so everybody had a different expectation and many of them were wrong. And that was frustrating for Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, and this is gives us another understanding of why he even allowed painful things. I mean, think about this, all the beatings and all the persecution and all those things. And even those things were setting in motion confusing or bittersweet events. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole thing with Lazarus, well, you know, Mary and Martha saying, if you'd have just come earlier, he wouldn't have died, you yeah. know? And he's like, well, I've got, God has a bigger plan right. here. Well, you and, know, so and you'd understand the we power. We wouldn't have understood even now faith. Yeah. The, the fact that death has come, there's still, there is still hope and faith past physical death. That's something he's trying to teach us. Mm-hmm. In, and it looks like we're going to be made, made known to that in this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because we've read the, we've read the book yeah we've we read know, the script we know, so we know the story right, right. Well, but it's still i'm with lynn right now why am i crying at the trailer um and and it's because that we understand this is not a fictitious story this is not hollywood writing yeah this yeah. is the king of kings and the actual biography in history of the most critical and important man in the world jesus christ yeah and so yeah. this is this is big stuff here it sure is well and we're talking about of course the chosen season four um now in theaters um you can check it out um on the website that we did we'll also put it in our show notes the blog notes for episode 173 uh, because season four really marks the midpoint of the most famous and influential story in human history not fiction yeah not fiction. No, this it is will real. Be, you know, as he has said, it will be painful, but it will be joyful, now, joyous. I, I do just want to point out there's there's some... 
critics, there always will be against the gospel. There's some critics that, um, you know, think that maybe Dallas Jenkins took too much liberty with the scripture. I do want to just admit to you, this is this is as true to scripture as they can be. They are taking liberties well, with fill in conversation. They're filling with in. Story. Um, there, there has been some things I was like uncomfortable with. I'm not going to lie about that. So let me just tell you by the Holy Spirit, um, chew what does Roger Randall say? Chew the straw, spit the sticks. Something that doesn't seem right to you, don't don't dwell on that. I really think they're trying to keep the spirit of the scripture intact. And so there, there's obviously liberties that are being taken here with the way the story is going. Um, and, and we always want to be a people who are students of the word, not students of the movie that was based off the word. Yeah. Um, but this is for entertainment purposes, but it's also for a purpose. The Lord can speak to us and he is speaking to people through these movies. Yeah. And I think we would have seen a lot more uprising against this series had they been taking a lot of, uh, you know, liberties, artistic liberties with things that are eternal in yeah. significance. Yeah. I think the non-essentials, you know, whether he walked or he rode in a golf cart or on a donkey or yeah. whatever, not an essential, but I think they've been very true to the things that we believe probably would have happened during their time frame. So Yeah. Yeah. Lynn says these liberties aren't even things that are completely outlandish. I agree. Yeah. And Larry says he agrees. Pastor, watch the movie, but read the book and the Bible, of course. Yeah. Absolutely great, great, great information. Pastor yeah. Rick says this is sad, but ultimately this is victory, That's you guys. That's where I was going this with This will not end in sure. death, to quote Christ. This will not end in death. Come on, you get this. You get this. This is eternal life for you, that you know him. And that's the invitation to know him. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to get to know him in this chosen season four. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's thank really you good. for that news you can use. Um, super uplifting. Yet at the same time, my heart is burning within me because I realize, you know, it's emotional to watch a depiction of how they treated our savior, yeah. how they treated our Lord. I don't know if you know, he, he is my friend. I know him. I have a friend. His name is Jesus. He's not far off. I know him and he knows me. And when you know him, it hurts you to see him treated this way. It's like passion of the Christ. Every time I watch it, I'm crushed mm -hmm. because my friend was crushed for my iniquity. And so you guys, this is big stuff. This yeah. is the whole reason. Like you want to know the reason when people are like, what is life all about? This is it. Yeah. Pastor D says she loves it, that it's speaking to hearts. It is. You know, that's um, good. D. Speaks to the spirit, to your yep. soul, right? Yep. This Because this, our spirit knows. This is good. Our this spirit good. knows. Yeah. You know what else is good? Um, that you've spent some time with us and we totally honor you for hanging out with us. Thank you so much. You did not have to give us time this morning and you did that. And that is an honor. We're super, super pleased that you decided to hang out with us for a little while. We do not take that lightly because we desperately love you. Want to see you encouraged. We want to see you uplifted. We want to see you discipled and mentored. This is what the family of God is all about. Thank you so much for hanging with us. That's right. You can reach out to us through our website site. If you have a testimony you want to share with us uh, that you'd say we could share on the uh, on the show in a future episode about how the Lord has changed your life, about how uh, he's using people in your area, or maybe how he's using you because the discipleship, it's about doing life together, Amen. right? And so when we encourage one another, it's uh, allowing God to work in us and through us to reach other people. So we hope that you'll go out and do that this week. Be encouraged, be courageous, allow him say, Lord, just give me the words to say, and he will be faithful 
to do that. Amen. We look forward to seeing you guys next week, if not sooner. We love you. If you want to know about sooner, we always say it, go to our website, sign up for the notifications, subscribe for those, and you'll get an email if something uh, extra is getting ready to happen. So That's right. Um, bless you guys. We love you so much. Yep. You See matter you to later. God. You matter to us. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.